Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to The Life of Riley. Today on the podcast, it's just me, and I'm actually talking about a topic that is a little odd for me and um, not something that I normally talk about, but it's been weighing on my mind recently. So I'm going to do an episode on getting over your ex. And this is probably strange for some of you to hear that know me because my last boyfriend um, was about two years ago. And so you would think that at this point we would be over it. And in a lot of ways I am. And in a lot of ways I'm still processing. And so I'm going to talk about that with you guys today. It's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit more vulnerable, I think. But um, I think it's important. So if you want to talk about getting over your ex and healthy moves to make forward, then stay tuned. Okay, so let me just start out by saying um, this boyfriend that I'm talking about was my college boyfriend, and he was wonderful. We had a great relationship, many years together. Um, I met him very early on my freshman year of college and then kind of had a crush on him ever since throughout my whole entire college experience. And a lot of that, I actually got to date him and some of it, I was just pining for him and (laughs) he finally gave in. But um, it was a great relationship. And I think that you learn a lot from your first love and your first relationship. And I certainly know that I'm really grateful for the time that I spent with him because It taught me a lot, and it's still teaching me a lot today, two years later in 2019. So let's just say this. We ended quite a long time ago, actually, almost two years, maybe like a year and a half ago, um, a long time ago. But the thing was, was that we continued to be friends. We continued to talk, not on a regular basis, but, you know, semi-regularly, we would catch up on each other's lives. I would get a chance to hear about what was going on with him. He would always be there um, for me if I wanted to talk about what was going on. And recently, as a healthy person does, he has kind of moved on to another relationship. And I want to be really clear, him moving on to another relationship, and if you feel this way, it's not that you all of a sudden care about them more because they've moved on. It's not that at all. It's just that it's a reminder, you know? It's kind of like a tangible thing that has happened that signifies the end of this chapter. And obviously, I want nothing more than to be respectful and gracious of that relationship. And so it's not okay. For the first time in two years, it's not okay for me to reach out and see how he's doing or ask him a question or let him know about something. It just wouldn't be appropriate. And if I were in this new girl's shoes, I certainly um, would want the same respect handed to me. So it's just that for the first time since our breakup, I'm actually faced right now today with the with the reality of it and not being able to talk to him. And now it really feels like a breakup. So that's why two years later, I'm doing this episode because I don't know how your experiences have been. Maybe you had to immediately get over the person. Maybe you had to immediately stop talking to them. Maybe you're like me and it kind of dragged on for a couple of years and you're processing it at a later date. Either way, it's valid and um, it's just as real today as it was two years ago. So I just want to start out by saying it's okay to feel sadness or loss over the end of a relationship. 
it is something that is very natural. And like I said, for me, this was my first, this was my first real relationship. This was my first love. And that's a big deal. That's a big deal for everyone. And it's something that we never forget. And I think that no matter what happens and no matter as the years go on, I won't always be in love with that you know, that, that boyfriend of mine, but I certainly will always have love for this person and I certainly will always care about them. And, um, that's something that I've just come to accept and know that just trying to learn how to separate my feelings of, you know, reminiscing and mourning the past and genuine like sadness and loss and missing that person. It's it's hard to separate, but we're going to talk through it. I think that the first step kind of in getting over an ex is changing your mindset. And a lot of these, a lot of these things I'm going to talk about, it's about a mindset change because I think any like tangible things like going out to a bar, getting on a dating app, I think that a lot of those are amazing practical tools, but they can also just serve as distractions and not really serve the main problem that's going on. So the first thing that I think you need to do to get over an ex is Shift your mindset from yourself to them. Your entire relationship, you cared about this person. And then all of a sudden, we're supposed to just stop caring, right? We're supposed to like not care about them. It doesn't matter what's going on in their lives. And I don't think that that's true. I don't think that that's healthy. That certainly is not possible for me. So I shift my mindset to wanting what's best for my ex and wanting to make them happy And that helps take the pressure off myself of trying to make myself happy all the time. If you're really inwardly focused, you're going to get caught up in your own thoughts and feelings. So the more you can project outwards and say, I hope my ex is doing well. I want them to be happy. It it allows you to find peace within yourself. If you're only worried about making yourself happy on a daily basis and you're only worried about finding your next relationship or hooking up with that next person, you're going to end up feeling very sad and empty. Maybe not necessarily. This is just my experience. You, you might not feel that way, but I certainly feel that way. You know, anytime I feel sad about the situation, I just think I want what's best for him and he's happy. And so, you know, what more can I ask for? Honestly, if you put it in perspective, I have my health. I have my happiness. I have a wonderful job I love. I have wonderful friends I love. I'm getting an education and he's happy. And so really like what, what more can I ask for? So the next thing that you need to do is focus on making yourself the best version that you can be. I am really in that period of life right now where I am just working hard to create the best version of myself. You know, I'm not in that full season of life that's like firing on all cylinders and living exactly where I'm supposed to be and doing exactly what I'm supposed to do. But I'm certainly in that building phase where I am working really hard to set that up for the rest of my life. And so every single day, you know, I do something that makes me a better person, that makes me happy. It can be as simple as saying a prayer, writing down things that I'm grateful for, saying out loud things that I'm grateful for, or it can be as large as, you know, going to a workout class, improving my fitness, um, making phone calls, researching jobs, sending out emails, updating my resume. These, These steps don't have to be huge, but 
there's just little things that you can do to make yourself the best version of yourself. Because if you think about it, your ex didn't make you who you are. It didn't give you your essence. It certainly shaped things about your life and paths that you took, but who you are is yours and yours alone. And so you need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself and making yourself proud every day. When your head hits the pillow at night, be proud of what you did. Be exhausted. Have a full day. Volunteer. Talk to people. Give advice. Seek advice. You know, fill your day with things that make you a better person so that way when you go to bed, your heart is full and your head is full of thoughts that are not, you know, your ex. One thing that I read, I was reading an article a while back about like getting over your ex and one thing that it said was like to remember the faults of the person and remember the reasons like why you broke up and remember why they were a terrible person and I just want to say like I kind of disagree with that. I think that remembering your ex in a really wonderful light can actually help you move on in a healthier way. Even though it might take a little bit longer for you to move on if you're remembering all the wonderful things, it certainly will make you a better partner going forward for your next relationship, I think. I think that recognizing that every relationship offers something special, it's a gift. Every relationship is a gift. Even if it ends terribly, it's a gift that you get to learn something else and take it into your next relationship. So I think remembering the person in a really fond light and remembering the good times as well as the bad, but remembering those good times and remembering that at one point you cared about them, maybe you even love them, and you're right for doing that. You're you're valid for doing that. You're valid for caring about them. And I think that it's just the best way to remember someone. I know that that's how I would want to be remembered. I would want to be remembered for the wonderful things that I did for that person. Not for all of the fights that we had or not for the ways that I wronged them. And of course, you don't want to forget those things because you want to be careful in your next relationship. But I think that even though it might take a little bit longer, you ultimately will be so much healthier and better for it if you remember the wonderful things about the relationship and you take them as lessons into your next endeavor, whether that be romantic or friendship or what have you. Definitely some of the, you know, tactical things of going out with others I think is really important. Going out with friends definitely keeps you busy and keeps you from feeling lonely. I think that that's really important. I have amazing friends in my life that I love spending time with. I cherish our time together. And I think that it's a really wonderful way to work through those feelings, either directly by talking about them or even indirectly by just spending time with other people. And then going on dates, you know, I mean, ugh, my mom will roll her eyes at this tip because she'll be like, you never go on dates. But I think it's important, you know, it. I you don't necessarily want to distract yourself entirely because you want to deal with these feelings. But I think that going on a date at the very least can just show you that you're capable of being cool and being flirtatious and being attractive to someone other than your ex. I think that that's really important. I think that one of the scariest things for me after a breakup is like, what if nobody likes me like that? <laughs> like, what if nobody gets my jokes? What if nobody makes me feel comfortable? And I think that just going on a date can remind you that Yes, people think you're funny. People think you're intelligent. People think you have something to contribute. People think you're beautiful. I think that that's just important to be reminded of because, um, you know, I have a lot of confidence, but not every day, not all the time, certainly not in every category. And when it comes to dating, it can just be that gentle reminder that there are other people out there that 
are going to care for you in the same way, if not better than your ex did. So I think that that's really important. The next thing is unfollowing on social media. This is really, really hard for me. When my ex and I broke up, he was actually the one that suggested that we unfollow each other on social media. Um, He doesn't follow me. I don't follow him. I used to want to, like I used to want to be able to see what he was doing because he's also on private, um, like on Instagram. But I think it's actually better. I think he was right. I think it's better that I don't see it. First of all, because, you know, worst case scenario, inevitably when they end up posting their new significant other, that's going to hurt you and you don't need to see that. But on a very, you know, basic level, just seeing their name pop up on your phone, seeing their daily posts, it can be taxing. And I think that, you know, you need to unfollow and let go of that. Let go of knowing exactly what they're doing. Let go of knowing exactly where they are and just find peace that they're going to be happy and that you're going to be happy as well. The hard thing about the social media is that I kind of also include the families in this and I had a really amazing relationship with my ex's family. I absolutely adored his entire family and that's really hard because I still follow like you know, some of his family members on social media and I love seeing their stuff. It literally like brings me joy in a lot of ways, but I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop <laughs> of like, you know, they post a family photo and someone else is in it and like that's going to be really hard. I know. But I think that you have to do what's best for you. And for a long time I was worried about like looking petty if I unfollowed and just know that it's not petty to take care of yourself. It's not petty to protect your own heart and protect your own self-esteem. That's never petty. It's never wrong. It's never anything. You have to take care of yourself and everyone's going to be different. For me, I don't follow him, but I follow his family. And that's just how I choose to process it. And who knows, maybe that'll change. I mean, my mom still follows him on Instagram. I see that she likes his stuff. And I actually love that because my family loved him. My parents really liked him. My brother really liked him. And my mom obviously cares about him, not in, you know, an unhealthy way, but just in that she wants the best for him. And she likes to see when he's doing well. And that makes that makes me happy. I actually wouldn't want it any other way. But it's hard. It's hard to see family members like following her on Instagram and stuff. And that sounds so crazy, you know, because it's like, obviously I'm doing a lot of stalking. But I think that's just real, right? I think it's just honest. We all do that. We all do a little bit of stalking. We all do a little bit of research. (laughs) Research. Let's call it research. We all do research. And um, I think that in a lot of ways, social media has done so much good for us, but in, an, in another sense, it has really damaged our ability to naturally move on from relationships or friendships or what have you. So I'll do another episode on social media, but that's just something that I think is really important. If you do have a social media account, just make sure that you're taking care of yourself on there and just make sure that you're only following people that contribute positivity into your life. And even if your breakup wasn't a negative experience, it might be a negative experience for you to see them um, living their life. So I think that I think that for me, I can both want him to have an amazing, wonderful, fulfilling life and not need to see it on social media. Kylie just walked in. She agrees with me. She nods her head. She nodded. 
So I think that you just need to do what's best for you, but don't be afraid of being petty by unfollowing or blocking because it's ultimately about what's going to help you move on better and in a healthier way. And if seeing them is in any way distracting, then unfollow. There's no shame in it. Just remember that as you're getting over a a former relationship, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. And I have certainly gone through this myself where some days I feel like, oh, I'm completely over it. Literally wouldn't care no matter what my ex does. And some days I feel like, am I not over it? What's going on? Am I ever going to be over it? And the answer is yes, you will get over it. You will be over it. Have faith in that. Trust in the process. And respect yourself and the way that you you handle these sorts of things. Everybody's different. And um, one thing that also has helped me um, is this right now, like just talking about it out loud. It doesn't have to be on a podcast, but talking about it out loud to your friends really does help. So I still struggle with the big question. And to me, that big question is, What if we're meant to be? What if we were meant to be together and, you know, I'm not getting over it because we were meant to get married? Or what if I, you know, we ended things prematurely and we're fighting against our destiny or whatever, you know? Um, That's something that I still struggle with. And I don't know if you guys feel that way, but that is a question that I ask myself. And a friend gave me some advice the other day. And she said, if you're meant to be, then you will end up together. And so there's no need to worry. And if you're not meant to be, then you'll never know and you won't end up together. And so there's no need to worry. And um, on the one hand, I agree with that advice. I agree that if we really are meant to be, then it will happen and we'll find our way back to each other after a couple years um, and other relationships. And I think that that's great. And I think if we're not meant to be, then like, right, we'll never know. Like, I'll end up with someone, he'll end up with someone, and never the two shall meet again, you know? And I think that that's also really reassuring. And I also do believe that I will find a person that that shows me that there's something else, right? That shows me that maybe we weren't meant to be. I know that I'll, I'll find someone someday and be in a relationship with someone that makes me feel that way. It's just right now, that's not happened. And so um, I question it. But also, I kind of have this like opposite perspective of like, yes, I do believe like people are meant to be and there's, you know, um, there are people that are particularly compatible with one another. But I also think you have to work for it. You know, I think if you want to make a relationship work, you have to choose to make that relationship work and manifest it for yourself. I don't think that it's just going to fall into your lap and like it's your one soulmate. I also don't really believe that you have one soulmate. Like I think that if a relationship ends or a marriage ends or God forbid, you know, a partner passes away or, you know, leaves you in some way. Um, I don't believe that you just have one soulmate. I think that you can find like love again and true love again and happy and healthy and committed love again. And so I think that you have to work for it. So on the one hand, I agree. Like if you're meant to be, you will be. And in my situation, if I'm meant to be, I will be with this person. But on the other hand, it's like, you have to fight for it. You have to make that choice and and practice it and live it every day because it's not just going to fall into your lap. So at the end of the day, <laughs> in this process, I am happy for him and I want him to be happy. And I'm also happy for myself and I want myself to be happy. I want him to find love and happiness in a partner but also in life in his job in his family in his 
you know, ways that he chooses to spend his time outside of work. And I want that for myself and I practice that for myself. I find so much joy in things that I do um, outside of relationships. I mean, I'm not in a relationship. Like I, I, that's not where my joy comes from right now in this season of my life. My joy comes from my work, my friends, the things I choose to volunteer for and um, God. And that's, and that's where, that's where I find my joy. My family brings me immense amounts of joy. I am so grateful. My um, brother is going to be moving soon to live closer to me and I couldn't be more grateful for that. I think that that's going to be a wonderful source of joy that's added into my life again that I get to see him more often. I am so grateful that my mom and my dad are readily available to talk to me whenever I want and especially about this. Like My mom recently has been talking to me a lot about this and helping me work through it because I think that for the first time, we're really talking about this in a way that matters to me because like I said, I didn't have to deal with this breakup for years. I didn't have to face it and think about it. And now I now I do. And so I'm so grateful to my mom and my dad, but especially my mom who has really been helping me through this and my friends and my roommate. And I just think that Fill your life with as much joy as possible because there are so many ways to feel fulfilled and loved um, without being in a relationship. And at the end of the day, just as I want myself to feel whole and complete and loved, I want that for my ex. And I want him to find just as much happiness as I want for myself and I want for those that I care about. So just remember that it takes time. It takes time to get over an ex and always focus on making your life better, making your life the best version of yourself, and wish that for your ex-partner as well. It's really easy for me to say that because I had a very amicable breakup, but I know that isn't the case for everyone. I know that people are wronged and they're hurt and they're cheated on and they're lied to and they're betrayed. And so it may be harder for all of you listening, if that's your situation, it may be harder for you to wish good things on your ex-partner. But in my experience, it is one of the healthiest ways to get over a relationship is to wish them truly the best and know that whether or not they're with you, if they're fulfilling their destiny and they're living as the best version of you themselves, that's really all you can ask for and that's really all you can hope for. And so that's how I've been um, getting over it. And maybe that'll help you. Maybe it won't. Maybe you think I'm crazy, but just know that you're loved and you're wonderful, and just because you're not in a relationship with that person um, doesn't mean that you won't find that again. Doesn't even mean that you won't get back with them at some point in some capacity, but just know that there are a lot of fish in the sea, and um, each and every one of you has a lot of wonderful qualities to offer to a relationship that will eventually give back in a really fulfilling and meaningful manner, and just trust in that and believe that. And always work to better yourself because eventually a partner will find you that loves and appreciates the best version of yourself that you've created and also loves and appreciate the worst version of yourself that sometimes slips out in different situations that are hard for us. So believe in yourselves and believe in your partner and believe in your decisions and believe in your choices to end that relationship, whether it was your choice or your partner's. Believe in that and um, trust yourself and trust your partner. And um, that's that's how I've 
been managing a breakup. And I love all of you. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to this. I know that this was kind of an odd, um, vulnerable topic for me to talk about. It's certainly not something that I ever really talk about with anybody. But I am happy to share this with all of you because I hope that in some capacity you can hear this and relate to it. And I hope it helps you. So um, as always, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a review or a rating. And you can follow me on Instagram at Riley Carroll. My email is always open. I love getting your emails. I really do like read them and I actually respond. If you have emailed me, you know I do respond to emails um, because I appreciate you guys. So RileyRCarroll at gmail.com. You can send me an email if you want to share your own story about how you get over your breakup. I would love to talk to you about it. So I love you guys so much. Have a really, really happy and fun rest of your week. Um, Work on yourself. And in turn, the world will um, give you wonderful gifts um, in return for all of your hard work that you put into the world. So I love you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And I will see you next time on The Life of Riley.